Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I was in, I was, I, I got a call from Sheldon Williams the day he was traded. He was like, hey, I can't remember what the place was called, Dream Dinners or something like that. He was like, hey, I got a bunch of these Dream Dinners, I can't take with me you want to can you come you want to come grab them this dude had like months worth of them candace <laughs> was staying with them at the time uh-huh. and i was like yeah y'all, we'll, we'll be right over went over and this dude's just throwing stuff out of his freezer into a garbage bag packing this stuff up i was like yo so how and he had been traded before uh-huh. how long do you have this? Like, they got two days to get there man and Candace is just sitting here like, yeah, I'll just go back to L.A. He'll go out to, I don't remember where it was, but he'll he'll go wherever he goes and reconvene later. Like you're upending someone's life for the next like yeah. handful of months. Yeah. Well, we, and this dude's handed me a garbage bag full of frozen dinners. Well, we we talked very about good it. ones. Uh, <laughs> we talked about it. I think with Tristan just kind of talking about the area. Doma spent like all the last year at the Sawyer. Right. <laughs> he just, right. Him and Justin Holiday like lived at the Sawyer last year until yeah. the season was over. Yeah. Like, I, that's kind of what happens. Hey, is Candace and Coach are they close? Candace and Coach. Uh Are they two not different? Close. Two, they didn't did they play together? No. No. I didn't think so. Um Coach's TV career was launching when Candace was at UT. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, there's stories there. There's, <laughs> there's definitely stories there. But yeah, no, they're 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 good. Yeah, they're it, cool. But they're not yeah. they're, like uh, Coach and Tamika are close. Tamika Catchings, mm-hmm. not, not you know Candace is a little bit younger. Candace didn't really have anybody there with her, huh? That I, was like like super good. No, no, that was the Candace Parker show. Mm. Yeah, C- Candace, one of the greatest college players, recruits, high school players we've ever seen. I agree with you 100%. I went, you know, I think I think I mentioned this before. I wonder what Shamiqua would look if she played today. Shamiqua was a problem. If I in today's league, you know, coming out, yeah, like yeah, I, I do too. Shamiqua was a yeah. problem. And it it felt like I know it didn't feel like women's basketball wasn't ready for Shamiqua. They'd be ready for Shamiqua now. Like the way it's yeah, covered, yeah. the league is covered, all this other stuff. They'd be ready for it now. Dr. David said, we just got a memo from Odyssey. Uh, Damien, we decided to trade you for more Kenny. <laughs> that's a trade that's likely to happen. Come on, man. 916-909-1320. Kamara, what's going on, baby? 
What's going on, guys? What's First up, big all, dog? Uh, I'm, I'm probably one of the, the 15 people that actually like season two of The Wire. It's I tw- thought it no, nah, I'm one of the 15 too. Like it, I went back and watched it. It's actually pretty good score, storytelling. Like it's almost ne- it not almost it's necessary for the series. It's not necessary. It is. It, it is not. Like, it it does, but it's not necessary. It is necessary, and honestly, one of the things I, I always I always find myself one of the few people standing on the hill with the sword for season two is that it gives a bigger story for what drugs into Baltimore look like. Cause usually it was just regulated to a few blocks. Right. But what I loved about season two is that it tied in the, uh, you know, how different structures within, you know, that Maryland or Baltimore society use drugs to infiltrate uh, use drugs to bring into the uh, into that region, you know, by way of you know uh, you know organized crime and, and with the Russians or whatnot. And so, I, I thought it was just a really brilliant way. And it, it really takes a lot of guts for a series to take away McNulty, which was the star- key component of season one, to take them completely off the board. And that means they had trust in the overall arc of the storytelling. So I absolutely loved season two. I agree. Okay, well, aren't you too cute? Agree <laughs> completely. <laughs> and you know, um, but you know, Damien, you know, no accounting for taste because you know, Damien. Okay, <laughs> calm down. It's not that bad. No. It's not. I rewatched it a few months ago. It's not that bad, but I was really anxious for it to end. You got something on the Kings, real quick, Kamara? Oh yeah. Okay. Can I just finish my? Can I finish the wire or no? Oh yeah. Go ahead. Finish the wire. You get one or the other, pal. <laughs> you know what? Forget it. Let me move on to the king. Move on to king then. Come on. <laughs> Come on. We had to go to. We had to go to break. That's the only reason I said that. Oh okay. man. Can I, let, me, let me say king. I lost. Right, Hang me. on. Y'all are oh. wild. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Let's just take a break. Let's just do that. There's too much happening right here. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, Coach David Patrick's going to join us. Akash Anavarathan is going to join us. Uh, Jason Jones is going to join us. That's all. Maybe Kamara will call back. I, I, I'm not call, sure. Call back. Phone lines are open for you. 916-909-1320. It's ESPN 1320. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Anyone want to sponsor us going to Beyonce? <laughs> Anyone want to? Contact wanna... Rick. Rich Ripley. It, 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 that's rich.ripley uh, at odyssey.com. I don't know if he's checking his emails. I think there is exactly four people here today, and I can see all of them. You, Jesse, and, and our, and our homegirl Molly, Molly out there. Molly, matter of fact, she, she'd be grinding. If I, if, I, if I hit the widescreen on the camera, um, you, she's just out of your sight over there. But, yeah, I don't think, there are, I don't think there's another soul in this building. Mm, mm, just mm. the four. Like, lights are going off. All the, I saw three other people. that I have no clue who these three people were. <laughs> Given the fact that there's no bosses here, I'm beginning to wonder if they even work here. Did they just, like, break <laughs> in here? You use the Internet? Like, did the Internet go down at their house? And they're just like, yo, I... There's a building over there. No one's ever there. Let's just jump in there and do some work. <laughs> it's just a bunch of guys in there talking about the Kings anyway, so it doesn't it's matter. Whatever. It's whatever. It's no big deal. We'll, 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 we'll make it move. <laughs> I think a, one, one, a, couple of, a couple of quick notes, um, a couple of more quick notes on the Kings before we uh, dive into some other things here. I think it's a big plus that the Sacramento Kings were able to get the win the way that they did in a game where uh, Domas and De'Aaron didn't have to go crazy. Oh, yeah. And have to play crazy minutes. Yeah. You know, that's one thing I definitely Fourth quarter at. De'Aaron was not needed last no, night. No, no. Second quarter De'Aaron wasn't needed. No. <laughs> I mean, he facilitated. Like, no, he, he did the really – I think he hit the first shot of the game. I, f- mm-hmm. I felt like he was – it was actually kind of aggressive to start, I think, and then then he started facilitating a little bit. Uh, Domas inside and just kind of just float let everyone else, yeah. yeah, let everyone else cook. There ain't nothing wrong with that. And one of those people who cooked was a guy we didn't get to see on Saturday. And you said this yesterday, like I think the Kings really missed Malik Monk, mm-hmm. and I'm beginning to think you were right. Because at first I was like, man, 136 points. They were, they were they were fine without Malik. But then you you look at the way that that second unit plays with him on the floor, especially when he's clicking. Because when he's clicking offensively, he gets really fired up mm-hmm. and emotional. I think he got a technical foul say, for yeah, something. Yeah, he uh, got an and one and got a did the and one sign and then he then cursed out the guy yeah. on the floor. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man! That was uncalled for. Well, I mean, he was feeling it a little bit. I like it though. He was I like feeling that. it a little bit. But and 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 and, and that was lacking on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he talked a little he bit about that. Out Dennis Ruder. Oh yeah, he would have. No. He might have laid Dennis Ruder out at some point. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, and not that I'm con. Or it, well, it might have been someone else who was on the floor hey, for the Lakers. He would have laid out. Hey, not look, that I'm condoning it, but he might have done it. So the real quick, uh, we were talking on J Street vibes. I don't know if everybody heard the new one. But me and Jason Jones are in agreement. That little ring around the rosy the Chiefs did, oh, I'm taking a 15 if I'm the Raiders. If I'm somebody on that defense, you do that little ring around, you huddle up the right way, damn it. You don't be running around like a carousel. I'm taking a 15, probably on 15. Mm, right, okay. What the hell was that? It was the ring around the rosy Dude, or What the hell is that? Show some Respect? 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 Respect for the Your opponent. Your team is 6-11. and 11. You don't Show get any respect. respect for the opponent. That's a division rival. You just deserve to get your ass beat. All right, and he deserved to get his ass beat when I, when I come hey, across that line. Hey, if you take out Patrick Mahomes and it's legal, it's legal. There's nothing you could do about it. 
You start yeah. doing illegal stuff, man, especially in football. That's different. I'm taking 15, man. I'm not saying I'm chop blocking them. I'm going to knock them down. Taking 15, you ain't doing no ring around the rosy. I'll call it again then. And I'll take them out again. Huh? We're just going to be doing this all day. Okay. We're going to lose anyway. <laughs> Who cares? You'll be racking up those fines, though. <laughs> My owner will pay. Oh, no, he's broke. No, he's broke. He won't pay for him. I don't think your owner's broke. He just don't have money like that. He's NFL broke. NFL broke. Yeah, yeah. He's the poorest NFL owner for sure. Although maybe that'll change though, like because he did all. Well, he's got the stadium. Yeah, I don't think so. He built that stadium. That's his. I mean, he 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 didn't get a Bank of of America loan. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure he got a Bank of America loan. He's he's making payments on it. But he, that, got, he, he got them Alex Rodriguez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was the other guy's name? Mark, Mark Lord. What's the other guy's name? I forgot. The he got them. Name. He got them payments. He coming might, he might He's be. got the option to purchase twenty percent of the uh, Allegiant Stadium. But this every, is this is the start of his generational every, wealth. Every year. The he, stadium is. Yeah, he wasn't okay. gonna get all that in in Oakland. Yeah, no, you gotta you gotta have the stadium. Like I'm cu- I'm curious the uh, the payment plan uh, on the stadium. I mean, because Allegiant. Come? Does it come out of my debit card? Like, how does this? How does this one point six million come out? Uh, uh, oh, it's more. It's got to be more than that. I think you meant to say billion. Uh, oh, I meant like monthly. Oh, monthly. <laughs> one point six million dollars monthly. Well, how much? Like Allegiance, the naming rights had to have been. Yeah, it was a lot. It was like money in Vegas. Yeah, so, for sure. So that stadium and the the naming rights deal. Maybe the naming rights deal is what pays for his his loan. Didn't he buy a house that looks like Allegiant Stadium? Oh man, he did buy a crazy house. I remember that. He bought a crazy house. Told us shut the hell up. You sure We're did. Cool. Hey. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, Good for him. We'll get back. We will get back to the Kings uh, as the day rolls along. You'll hear from Mike Brown uh, as well and his thoughts on the game last night. I want to talk a little bit about. Uh, Keegan Murray. There was something else on last night. Most of us either didn't watch it, had no reason to watch it, or just turned it off when the Kings game started. And that is whatever was dubbed as a national championship last night, which was really nothing more than Georgia's uh, practice out there running TCU out of the building. That That was tough to see. That was tough to see. I mean, damn. TCU looked like they they didn't belong. I'm sorry, you know what made like it less belong. tough to see hmm. when you don't see it. <laughs> I had it on the I you know the score is just like it's like the you, you, anyone who watched the start of that game knows okay this isn't this this isn't going to be pretty no. And then I like I kept I tried to be responsible and I kept the split screen up when. You know, Mark and Katie came on and we're talking. And then, you know, at tip, I was like, the hell do I have this on the screen for? And I just took it off and just went single season, single screen with the Kings. Didn't think about it again until uh, I went to pull up the box score and saw it was 66 to 7 or whatever it was. But this is what we talk about. It's cute. The underdog story is cute. Oh, it's fun. It makes great little video packages. Everybody loves to talk about it until you have to play the damn game. Yeah. Then it's not cute anymore. Well, look, I'll say this, because I was a proponent of Cincinnati and why they really want TCU there or whatever. But I was a proponent. You were repping for Cincinnati, which was ridiculous. And we've seen it now. Okay, I just wanted to see it. I wanted to know what it would look like. We've seen it. They need to give them their own little championship. (laughs) 
<laughs> Cincinnati, TCU, Little NXT title. Boise State. So this is where the big boys play. <laughs> UCF. Yep. Yeah. You guys playing your own little championship bowl game, and 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 leave it to the big dogs. Yeah. Those are the puppies over so there. Those are the young pups. <laughs> the big and the rest dogs. of them young pups. <laughs> I'm the big dog. Here. <laughs> it's the hand. <laughs> I'm the big dog here. <laughs> but uh yeah man if you haven't watched airtime you've got to watch michael jordan's airtime or you're you not going to understand at least 38 percent. and you probably got to watch it like five times probably you yeah. need to commit really that that vhs uh to understand, memory understand um i'm the big dog mm-hmm. that's all right mm-hmm. Um, don't touch Jordan. It might, be a foul. it might be a foul. Yep. Bobby Hansen's unbelievable. Bobby <laughs> game six game. <laughs> you, you you know what we joke about this, but you can always tell yeah. who has seen uh, airtime a million times because every time they make two shots, they go, "Yeah, the rim just seemed like a big old bucket." <laughs> Remember, there was a there was a young man. <laughs> Who was all over ESPN? He was he was special. He was a special needs guy, okay. and he I think he was playing for his high school. It was like his you know final game, and they put him in, and he hit like a a six three. I think I remember that. Yeah, and he recited Jordan's speech from airtime <laughs> verbatim. He was like the rim just seemed like a big old bucket, and the, oh, just tremendous. <laughs> that is that's the telltale side right oh, yeah. there. That is the telltale side. That's the one. But um what were we talking about? Because I had a go- oh we were talking about the national championship game. Right. So like yeah we don't need to do that anymore and I'm really worried about this 12 team playoff. I really am. But I'm a little conflicted because I think well, about a two team play. Because do we do we need to see Georgia and TCU in the first round? Like, do we need to see that? But well, you're gonna get yeah. Okay, I got you. I but got you. We need to see Tulane going up well, against Alabama. Yeah. No. Now, but TCU wouldn't have been twelfth though. See, like that's Tulane might have been. Though. Tulane might have been, and 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 yeah, that can get sketchy. And you're and if you're a coach now, you've got to manage these games differently, mm. right? In that. You could have pulled if you had a game next week. Mm-hmm. You could have pulled oh, yeah. the starters oh, at yeah. halftime. You, you, you treat you, that like you're playing Hawaii in week one, right? You <laughs> you could have pulled guys quick. Now, but I did think about this. If if the way I have brackets set up correctly is, you probably wouldn't be getting Alabama versus Tulane. It would be like TCU versus Tulane because if it's twelve teams. I think the top four have a bye. Okay. Right? Does that make sense? Sure. So you so and by the time those guys play, yeah. you're getting, you know, maybe you weed out the little Alabama guys. ain't never missing the college football championship oh, again no, after no, no. or at they, least the college football playoff after watching that broadcast last night. They're the they're the Spurs of college football. They ain't missing the playoffs for Nick Nick I guarantee you Nick Saban left that booth and was screaming at somebody. <laughs> He he probably left the booth and went to recruit somebody. Probably went right into like uh, Sierra Canyon or something like that and recruited somebody. Uh, Harvard Westlake with a Louis bag full of nil money. <laughs> what you want to do, kid? We got you. But so the twelve is a little whack. But I don't. Essentially, it's an eight with an extra round because of the buys. Yeah, and you can and you can get 
You can get more money off the 12. Well, that's the thing. TCU deserves credit because they did what they had to do to get to that game, mm-hmm. right? They beat Michigan. <sighs> Where they win in another game against the team the caliber of Michigan. Like, you could win one, and that's mm-hmm. the beauty of football, right? right. Are they winning two? Probably not. No. Um, and it, it's it's like we do this every year with the NCAA tournament. Oh, it's cute when the underdog wins and then they get to like the elite eight and it's a 40 point blowout and it's not funny anymore because no one wants to watch it. Well, the killer is, and I, I don't think we'll ever see this in college football, is if you have two underdogs. That's the killer. Mm. <laughs> you can always. Does that happen know, in basketball? Yeah, it was. It wasn't. I think it was. Uh, what was George? George Mason was versus UConn. UConn. Yeah, they were yeah. one. But George Mason, the game before, played like um, UW Milwaukee. Mm. They had both like made a little run, and in that Sweet Sixteen matchup, <laughs> they played each other, and it was like, all right, this isn't fun anymore. Was George Mason <laughs> the Final Four? Mm-hmm. Was it the national title game? No, they just they just went to the Final Four. They lost to. I want to say Michigan State, but I don't know if that's correct. Damn, there was there was one Gonzaga made the uh, national. Well, they made it twice, I think. National championship game. They played North Carolina, I think, in the national championship game, Didn't and it? they played uh, Baylor. Baylor lost to Davion, and then George Mason lost to Florida. Florida, mm. damn it! Yeah, Davion destroyed Gonzaga. <laughs> Jalen Suggs was in the game last night. Jalen Suggs versus Davion. That's a throwback to that national championship game. And I don't know about anybody else, but it was good to see Markel Fultz out there. I like Markel Fultz. Yeah. yeah. Story's good. And I thought about it. Him and De'Aaron were in the same draft. That's crazy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Markel's going to be one of those wild number one picks. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he's not alone. There's a lot mm-hmm. of them. And I, th- I think – I mean, I, that's one of the saddest things about his injury is – he he was becoming a ball player finally mm-hmm. he was becoming a ball player you could argue whether he was a number one pick like wh- whether he was playing like a number one pick like he almost certainly wasn't but he was becoming an nba player mm-hmm. for the first time in his mm-hmm. career and you know that injury knocked him back some i hope he i hope he gets his footing and, and yeah. could get back to where he was before that injury i do too ramsey in the chat brings up a good point uh, i didn't even realize it that gonzaga north carolina game that was domas in the national championship oh, okay game. So, bringing it back to college football, just real quick. Um, Georgia is already favored to three-peat. I, I, I wish I would have screenshotted the set when I saw it or whatever. I didn't really realize this. This was the only, like, the fifth back-to-back national champion in, like, 50 years. Feels like there's been more. Feels like Bama won, like, four in a row. But I guess not. I... I'm trying to name. I, I can't. I don't, I don't know who they was. Did, and they were like kind of spread out. It was like Bama and did, like eleven and twelve. It was. <laughs> I was going to say, did Florida do it? But they did it in basketball. They did it in basketball. Yeah, they went back to back in basketball. But it, it like it's super. It was like Bama and eleven and twelve. Nebraska ninety four ninety five. Oh. And then like Notre Dame in the seventy. Like oh, it was wow. super spread out. Yeah, yeah, USC was on there too. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I. It feels like we get back to backs a lot, but I guess we don't. How often do we get the three-peat? Because I don't know what team is stopping Georgia. I don't know either. SC, maybe. Because you get close to beating Georgia. As a coach, you get in your own head, and you go, you know what, I'm just going to ask this kick to kick a 50-yard field goal instead of trying to score a touchdown. Damn. 
So if you can get a coach who doesn't do that with the game on the line, yeah, maybe Georgia goes. Well, he's got to go to the big house next year. Well, shout start? out to Kirby Smart again yeah. for taking out Marvin Harrison Jr. and knowing, hey, you know, we take this kid out, we can win the game. Well, Solid yeah. strategy. It guess, worked. Worked yeah. to perfection. You won a championship. Guess that's what they do in the South. Marvin Harrison plays that game. Ohio State doesn't lose. What's the best national championship game you've ever seen? First one that comes to your mind. I mean, I mean, Ohio State, Miami comes to really? mind. I'm not, I'm not saying that was the best. I'm just, I mean, just the first SC one that came Texas. to my mind. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's SC Texas is up there. Probably the that best. that just felt like a yo. I <laughs> I hope we get the opportunity to talk to Reggie Bush one day because I'm sure we're far. To, bro, what were you thinking on that play? What were you thinking exactly? Like, walk me through this thought process of yours on that play because mm. I'd love to know. Mm. Um. That was a phenomenal game. That was a phenomenal season. That that, that the one you mentioned, Ohio State Miami. That was that was big time too. Mm-hmm. That was big time. Yeah, and that was I think um, some would say that was a sketchy ending. Very. I mean, when there's confetti, some would say I wouldn't. When there's confetti on the field. Yep. And then the flag comes out. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that. It got stuck sketchy. in his pocket. I, I was reading this in the Wrestling Observer. He went to throw the flag mm-hmm. and it got stuck. And he kept he kept pulling, and then when he finally got it, the confetti, premature confetti, oh my. from the sky, it, oh my. he throws the flag, and and then of course did we get to the point where it wasn't a pass interference? Like, why are you pulling for your flag anyway? Well, no, it was definitely a pass interference. No, it wasn't a pass interference. Yeah, it was. No, history says it was. <laughs> history Maurice says Corrette. it was. Remember how oh, how man. monster he was going to be? Wow, and he was the truth as a freshman. Wow. He was That's one of the crazier sports stories. I heard he's all right now. And he's like going around. He's actually like speaking now. I heard he's okay. But it was It, it, it took was a long – it was it a was long scary. road for him to get to okay. Because mm-hmm. he went through – he threw so much away trying to change a rule. Yeah. Did, and he, did he give up a year? A did year? Did he not play a year? I think he gave up two. Because mm. I remember um, – I don't know if he was first. I'm assuming he was first, but Mike Williams did that as well back at S. What's his name, Mike Williams? He was, was an SC wide receiver. USC. Yeah. Um, who was like going to be a number, a top three pick as a sophomore. Yeah. He didn't play. I think he went to the Lions. Were there two Mike Williams wide receivers at USC? Maybe. Not at the same time. No, no, maybe. And then I always think because there's a Mike Williams right now that came from Clemson mm. that is with the Chargers. Beginning to think Mike Williams isn't uh, the most unique name out there. I don't think so. Did you see the guy from the Lions named Michael Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't there a, is there a Kobe Bryant? He plays for Seattle, Kobe. I think. Yeah. A Kobe Bryant for Seattle? And I think he wears number eight. It's the 49ers versus Kobe Bryant this weekend. Oh, so no. there's a Kobe Bryant in the league, a Michael Jordan in the league. I'm actually surprised that doesn't happen more. I remember being bugged out the first time I saw Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Like, when did we start? I remember seeing it. Like, when did we start doing that? He said, I don't want to be. I was like, wait a minute. I thought it was Jeffrey. (laughs) What the hell is this? You thought Michael B. Jordan was Michael Jordan. Well, the first time I I was like, I saw the, I was like, Michael Michael B. Jordan. (laughs) Okay, I don't know what this is. They, um, yeah, they, they, there's, I think there's like three or four Kobe's I came across when I was living in L.A. That's a. Yeah, they love Kobe. Oh, I'm sure they love Kobe. It was like I'm sure. I think three Kobe's I came across. 
Kobe Bryant, slam dunk giant, outplay the Kobe, son, don't try it. Ficky, ficky, ficky. Hmm. That was classic. Not to be confused with the K-O-B-E featuring Tyra Banks. I or, got it from 1025, or maybe I got it from the bomb. I can't remember. Damn. Cold. Cold game. Well, they're the ones that gave didn't me even, the. Didn't even support me back then. Uh, well, the, Look at that. They gave me the, the uh, what was it, the bag? The, it was gave you the bag. Smack. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did give you the bag. It wasn't a call to swag, man, but it was like, you know, you. Oh, a little you gift win. bag. Yeah. You put a bumper sticker on your car. <laughs> you win this bag. Yeah. And it had a single of. Kobe Bryant featuring Col- Tyra Banks. Col- Colder's verse, though, was the Brian McKnight Hold On remix, though. Uh, was, that was. He was doing his thing there. He was doing his thing. Yeah. I love <laughs> swore, slicing gently through my body. Let's get is, – is, is Mitch still here? 916-909-1320. Mitch, my guy, what's happening, man? How you guys doing? Hope everything's good. Yes, sir. What's good with you, Mitch? Casey, I heard that you're a little uh, rap, man. Pretty good. Pretty Thank good. you. You know, maybe we can do both. A little money on the side, a little side job there. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a rapper, Mitch. I'm not a rapper. Well, you sound like to me. You don't want to hear me sing. Believe me, you'd be 20 times better. You'd be picking you, for sure. <laughs> hey, at USC, USC could have given a better game uh, uh, last night. Terrible. No, they couldn't have. USC would have gotten their ass kicked, too. They probably would have lost. They wouldn't have lost all like right, that. All right, all right. Michigan was the game. That was the game. Michigan was the but game. But they blew it. They blew it. Wait till next year. Well, new coach. And he's gonna get the Heisman. And he's gonna get the Heisman again. Anyway, yeah. Cam Cam is a no-brainer. So be trading Keegan and uh, Matu. It's about time Chesney and Matu gets gets more playing time. Thanks a lot. Okay. Thanks for the phone call, Damon. You, you, sure you call some of the team's outfit organization, yeah. <laughs> I. <laughs> He doesn't miss. No, he doesn't. It started off like it was going to be just a regular call. Yeah, I thought he was wrapping up like, bye, guys. I was like, cool, we got a good Mitch call in there. And then I, Mitch went Mitch. I uh, I kind of need the clip of what Chemezi's first name was. Because he hit us with the Matu, which is, which is a, which never, ever misses. But he threw the first name at us for the first time. <laughs> he said, "Today I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it today." And I don't even know what he said at the end. I don't even know what he was talking he said you about. Take a lot of calls from the organization, and I, I don't know. <laughs> I love Mitch, man. It's been Mitch a while. Mitch is our guy. We... I need Mitch to come out to California. Come out to Sacramento, man. Oh, come on, Lord. Man. Pull I... up on us. I was wondering how to spell it. Mrs. Mac Ten, I think, nailed it. Matu, M A T O O. Matu. Freeport Matu. Thank you to the new guy who's telling us how it's pronounced. And it is not pronounced me too. Oh, man. Fantastic. Uh, Mitch, Ooh. you know what? I, let's just take a break after Mitch. Uh, we'll shift our attention from the debacle of college football uh, to the start of the NFL playoffs. Let's we'll go, take baby. our first I'm look ready. at the 49ers and the Seahawks. And Akash on a variety and a Niners Nation is going to join us uh, at the top of the hour. Coach David Patrick coming up as well. Your J Street Vibes co host Jason Jones all on the way here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. 
Tilo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Uh, we'll get to Akash on a variety at the top of the hour. Talk 49ers football with him. Let's get to the phone lines right now. 916-909-1320. Uh, got our brother Joe here. Joe, what's going on, man? What's happening, guys? What's How going you? on, man? Oh, I'm just bummed out that Blake Corum got hurt, you know, and had to go that get his uh, knee surgery done and miss out on the college football playoffs. Man, that was tough, man. But uh, I don't know. It probably would have been the same same situation. But I think Michigan would have been a much better game than TCU. I thought they matched up a little bit better on the defensive yeah. end. So, you know, it, it, it happens. That dude's, a, that dude's a stud, though. And, and I was just reading online he's going to uh, – He's gonna come run it back next year, so okay. I'm gonna be shouting. Out, I'm gonna be looking out for the Wolverines in the uh, championship game. Yes, okay. sir. That's what I'm talking about, Joe. Let's go, baby. Okay. You know what it is. Go. You know what it is. Right. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Geno Smith fan. You know, I love his story and everything, but mm. it's unfortunate that they're gonna meet up with those Niners because the Niners are dogs. Mm, that's what I'm talking about. I, I, that's I, a call I, I, of the week I, I, by Joe. I'm with. Okay, no, it isn't. First of all, and actually put here. put Joe on timeout. <laughs> give Joe the lazy treatment for the next uh, we dogs out here. I, I, I'm with Joe, though, in the sense I love the Geno Smith story. Mm. Uh, I actually love the Seahawks story. I love the peak. I love everything uh, about it for Pete Carroll, for the whole group. I just don't see how they have enough to if the 49ers were strictly a defensive team that showed no life offensively, mm. you could make an argument. And I think you could make a really good argument that you just need to rattle the defense a little bit just to get some points on the board. Some points is not going to be enough. Mm. This offense, it's been overshadowed by how great the defense is. But this offense is so capable with the weapons that they have. I just don't see how a team like Seattle – has enough offensive power to overcome the defense and score enough to manage that San Francisco 49ers offense or the, keep up with that San Francisco 49ers offense. The the 49ers uh, offense, I had this number just a second. This, this was stunning to me. In the 49ers' first 11 games of the season, they averaged 22.6 points per game. In the six games with Brock Purdy at quarterback, the 49ers averaged 33.5 points a game. I mean, that offense is cooking right now. And I, I was watching some more Brock Purdy, and this guy, man, he he's good. In in the games he started, mm-hmm. I, I think this might be the – is it 13-3? and three? 13 touchdowns, three interceptions? Yeah, something like that, yeah. I, that if that's not about, exactly it. It's, that it's, sounds it's about close right to it. because um, he threw one interception. He threw a, he threw he's I think he's thrown four interceptions on the season, but one of them was in relief in the Kansas City game. I'm talking about just in the games he started. Mm. I think the number's like 13 and three or something like that. Mm. And so my my question to you, throwing out that stat about the offense right there, is you know we're entering kind of a different part of the season now. Not kind of. We are entering a different part of the season. We're entering the postseason. Given what you've watched, and I think I have my answer for this too, but given what you've watched, do you think that Brock Purdy can be shaken? Uh, I, I I do. I do. I don't see anything from him that has shown me that. Nothing from his play that has shown me that. It's just the fact that he is a rookie quarterback and he was the last pick in the draft 
And I'd have to think, yeah, he can, he can, somebody could shake him. That's it. Like, I, I, that's not going off anything that I've seen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just going off a of history. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm sure he can. But he has been, he's passed every test at the end of the right. regular season. Right. Passed every test. We've seen him on the road. We've seen him have to come back from 10 down on the road. Um, we've seen him against a tough defense uh, going up against um, – the Washington was a good defense, and and he did pass that with flying colors. He's passed every test. Now you're like you mentioned, though, we're getting into another part of the season. We're getting into the playoffs. Playoffs are different. Mm-hmm. You got a guy at a Hall of Famer, like you mentioned yesterday, Pete Carroll on the other sideline, who is a heck of a defensive coach, and he's gonna he's gonna bring you things that you probably hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm anxious to see what what Brock Party can do, but. Um, he hasn't shown me anything to make me think that he can't come through in these moments. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Daniel, appreciate the call, man. What's going on? Hey, fellas. It was a good win by the Niners, man. I was at the game finally for the first time in four years, man. It was good Very to get. Nice. That's yeah, awesome. That's what's up, man? Oh man, it was so good. Hey, um, um, I'm a Trey Lance guy. I love the I love the kid. Uh, but the better that Brock plays, and the further we go in the playoffs, uh. He's not going to play next next year, minus Brock getting hurt. Because I don't see how you can take the starting job away from Brock as good as he's played. And if we continue to play the way we are and go further in the playoffs, um, but if you're Trey and you're his agent, how long can you let him sit behind, you know, sit as the second string and not play football without without killing his career? It seems like it's going to hurt him. Yeah. That's that's kind of a that's a it's a, it's a great question, Daniel, because that's kind of the um like the other side of the Trey Lance thing, because mm-hmm. easy for me to say, this might be hard for some people to believe. I don't actually run a professional football team. Ah, come on. I know, I know that's I know that's shocking. I, I I'm not a general manager, so it's easy for me to say you don't start a player because of where they were drafted. Mm-hmm. You just said this about Brock Purdy. I, I, right now, and, and, and this is not a discussion that needs to be had, but I think Daniel brought up an interesting point. It's not a discussion that needs to be had right now, but it's a discussion that's going to be had mm-hmm. about Brock Purdy being the starting quarterback next season, week one. And if he is, and right now every every he's done everything he possibly can to win that job, even if he wasn't auditioning for it when he first went under center, he may have won it. Mm-hmm is that Trey Lance has not played football in a really long time. And this isn't – I mean, I I think you've got to be sensitive to that if you're John Lynch and you're Kyle Shanahan. And if you do go the route of Brock Purdy, you have to really look into trading Trey Lance. It Mm. can't be a guy you put on your – because to me, Trey Lance – becomes less and less valuable. There's less and less mystique around him if you just sit him on your bench. Hmm. You have to find a way, probably for, certainly for him, but for your best trade value, you might have to do it this season. Because if you don't, that's just another year Trey Lance hasn't played football. And now those years, and now you're now you're talking about you're trying to tell a team, hey, come acquire this quarterback who played in one college game three years ago. I don't think you can do that. 
And what well, one 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 other small note. We went through the teams that are likely to be looking for quarterbacks next year. Mm-hmm. It's essentially half the league. Mm-hmm. This might be your best opportunity for a team who can't land the person that they want to in the draft or in free agency or whatever. This could be your best opportunity to get them. Because if, if if our assessment is correct, and it is roughly half the league going into uh, new starting quarterbacks, the guys that aren't are the Josh Allens and the Joe Burrows and the Patrick Mahomes, and now you've got the Brock Purdy. Those guys aren't losing their jobs next year. Mm-hmm. And it could be a while before you have a market as open as, as this to move him if that's the direction you choose to go. Hmm. If, if Meaning Brock Purdy, if Brock Purdy is the direction you choose to go. So many things there. It's interesting. So, first, first off, as much as I like Brock Purdy and I love what I've seen from him, I, I'm still on the, the side that I was on, I think maybe a week or two ago, where I said – Come OTAs, like I know it's a competition or whatever the case may be, but come training camp and OTAs, somebody's got to be number one on the depth chart. Yep. It would be Trey Lance for me. Still be Trey Lance. That doesn't mean. Why? Because he's, he's your starting guy. You lost. Why? He, he's the guy that you planned to start last year or okay. coming into this year. Hey, plans, And he got hurt. Plans change, pal. He got hurt. Yeah, that's right. He got hurt with minimal, with minimal tape with minimal games played with minimal sample size you you already you went into the season with him being number one for a reason so he would be number one now like he'd be number one by thread like he can be beat now like i said but that's why i said somebody has to be put at number one on the depth chart like it's an even competition but somebody's got to go in the one slot somebody got to go in the two so Trey Lance will be put in the one, Purdy will be put in the two, but it's an even competition. So there's that. Then I disagree for the record. Okay. Then if you if he doesn't win the job, or whatever the case may be, I don't think you have to trade him. I think you keep him around, he's your backup quarterback. I don't know how you do that, man. You do it like you did Brock Purdy. Okay, like yeah, but you didn't rookie. give up how many first-round picks for Brock Purdy? Yeah, but that's already done. That's already done. But you like, could, you could you're get not gonna, something back for that. You're not going to – You're not. what, you going to get a third-round pick? Maybe. Like, you're not getting those first back. That's all anybody Shoot, if you're – if Shoot, the way John Lynch and Kyle Shannon trade them for three sixes, you don't miss in the sixth <laughs> round. You don't miss in the fifth and sixth round. Just trade them for a bunch of late-round picks. you Lawrence Taylor in the, in the you, sixth round. You've done it before. Go <laughs> – just be help. Get give me a four, five, and a six. Right, right. be the greatest 49er football team we've ever seen if you give Kyle Shanahan a four, five, and a six, or John Lynch a four, just five, don't give and a him six. Third, just don't give him third. He'll draft another goddamn running back. Taylor, uh, he was in the he was in the game on Sunday. Something Good, like he he played. I believe I believe the scorecard now reads he played in week sixteen and seventeen. <laughs> This but, was after they traded the other guy that they drafted in the third round. But but here or didn't even trade him. Yeah, I think they was, waived him. I saw he was inactive for Philly the other day too. No. By the way. Um, but here's here's the deal. I don't I don't move on from him. I keep him, and he works out as the backup if, if Purdy wins that job. Here's another reason why. Here's another reason why you do that. The contracts are probably the most perfect at the quarterback spot for the 49ers when you have a Nick Bosa coming up, when you have to figure out what you're doing with a Jimmy Ward. 
Like yeah. you've got contracts you got to take care of. And even if you say, hey, we'll keep Purdy, trade Lance, and go get a Fitzpatrick type, that's still like eight, nine million, whatever it is for that year. Like even the even the the the, the backups, the no names, are getting a certain amount of money. So I think that factors into why you would keep Trey Lance. Logically, that makes sense, but I, I just I completely disagree with you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 